In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Interesting thing about our readings today is we hear that they were eyewitnesses. We give a lot more credibility when we hear directly from the person who saw what happened. We tend to believe that. There is some quality of it that is believable as opposed to hearsay. Well, we hear today in our gospel a mountaintop experience where Jesus is going off with two, three of his closest disciples. The ones he's clearly seen will be future leaders for this way. They're going to a mountaintop to pray. A foreshadowing of yet another mountaintop they will be on in the near future. One is where the transfiguration takes place. The other is Calvary. Two mountaintops, two experiences, both reveal Jesus' power and authority as God. But on this one mountaintop here, is Jesus revealed in glory as he serenely enters into prayer and there on Calvary a hill just outside of Jerusalem is Jesus revealed in shame as he utters an agonized prayer to God here on the Mount of Transfiguration. His clothes are shining white there. They've been stripped, stripped off his body where soldiers have gambled for them. Here on Transfiguration, he's flanked by Moses and Elijah, two of Israel's greatest heroes representing the law and the prophets. There on Calvary, he's flanked by two criminals, thereby representing the level to which Israel has sunken in its rebellion against God. Here on Transfiguration, a bright cloud overshadows the scene. There, darkness covers it all. Here, Peter blurts out how wonderful it all is, wanting to build a tent, several tents to commemorate it. There, there, Peter hides in shame for denying that he even knows Jesus as Lord. Here on Transfiguration, a voice from God himself declared that this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. There, pagan soldiers 
a pagan soldier who had been one to torture Jesus, as the one in surprise that declares this really was the Son of God. Quite a contrast, these two mountaintop experiences. As wonderful as the one is with the transfiguration, the place that we all like to stay when God is revealing his glory is not where God saves us. It's there on the hilltop where the glory of God is most fully revealed. There in the depths of Christ's self-offering, his surrendering himself up, giving up his life, saying, it is finished. It is finished. The separation from man and God is finished. This beautiful comparison is given by N.T. Wright, a wonderful biblical scholar, and he goes on to say that our challenge is to learn to see the glory of God in the cross. It is a story, of course, about being surprised by the power and love and beauty of God. What a hope you can see is the same power and beauty of God is within or made manifest in Jesus. I hope that we'll be able to listen for it in his voice, not the least of when he tells us to take up our cross and follow him. God's glory comes after we surrender all to him. It may be in the very midst of the darkest of places. So what is it that gets in the way of our seeing God's glory? Well, not unlike the disciples, I think we fall asleep quite literally and figuratively, being lulled into complacency to what God is up to in our midst, protecting our own comfort zones, and sometimes we can only see the darkness, missing the light which illumines the darkest of circumstances because he is always present. As this young four-year-old girl told us this morning as we did Lectio on this reading, she said, well, I think it says the word with, and it's important to remember that God is always with us no matter what no matter what, out of the mouth of babes, right? And she said it with such earnestness and conviction. Rather than camping out in the hilltop of God's glory or getting stuck in the darkness as victims with no recourse, 
I wonder if we might ask God to reveal what it is we need to change. What is he at work in our lives about? And as he asks him to reveal how he is seeking to make his glory known to us, even in the midst of our hard circumstances, whatever they are. Maybe it's a transition you're going through. Maybe it's having to let go of control over family members. Maybe it's financial challenges. There is no shortage of challenges in this life. Amen? God's glory is always there in the midst of it, seeking to use it to shape and form us. And here's the kicker. To shape and form us to reflect his glory as Christ reflected God's glory. Crazy, mystery, beautiful, savior, we follow. I've heard it said that God comes to us disguised as our lives. That he is with us, ready to transform our everyday lives. My prayer is to give us new eyes to see that glory, to see what is it he working on, what is he working on in us to reflect him more clearly. For his glory. Amen. Amen. <clears throat>